And we'll just pretend we're talking like friends. Yeah, because we are. That's what a <laughs> podcast is. La di da di da di da. La di da di di da di da. Cause it's the podcast slobcast and we're here to say we're potting and we're slobbing and I'm going hey hey. I think this is the same kind of song I sang with Evan and Lennon, but it's a podcast slobcast. So thank you for listening. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm doing another of my famous podcasts, episode number seven. It's been going pretty good. Just got some new mics. I'm really excited. Hopefully this audio is crispy and clean and all of those good things. And today I'm joined by my very good friend, Katie. Katie, what's going on? Hello, uh, Bryn Coors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, what are my fans called? <laughs> um, this episode, we're going to talk about religion so they could be the Brennanites. The Brennanites. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. so good. <laughs> yes. I'm excited to get into it. Um, Katie, welcome to my apartment. Thank and you. And we are also, sneak peek, we're making a little... Um, dinner, Armenian dinner tonight. So yeah. we're waiting for our dough to rise. We're going to make Lama June. It's like a Armenian, some would say Turkish in that area, pizza. So it's like a little flatbread with some minced lamb. Yeah. We're going to throw it in Bryn's really cool oven. It'll be great. Yep, I'm stoked. So yep. a little cross-contamination there. Check out the Slobcore videos. Mm-hmm. This is Podcore. It's very different. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Katie, I've been starting these uh, episodes out with What's your Bryn origin story? Where do we oh. meet? How do we meet? You can get into it. Okay. Give, divulge whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So Bryn and I met on this little app. I don't know if anyone's one. ever heard of it. Uh, <laughs> called Tinder. Tinder um, So that was last summer, I think. Yeah. So um, it was like getting out of quarantine. <laughs> yeah. I think we had both been in the quarantine isolation you know like i wasn't trying to date or meet anyone mm-hmm. i think Brent same was, yeah the same yeah. with covid and everything um so let's see yes yeah, so we're on tinder oh and the reason i swiped what is the swiping <laughs> is it right is right that the, yeah swiped yeah. right on bren is because he had already laid out what the date would be oh yeah which was him making pizza <laughs> and bringing it to a park and like in his profile I think there are more pictures of the date. He had like. Yeah. Was, I had a lot of food pictures. <laughs> it was like the pizza, the park, the oven. And then you get like one or two of Bryn. Yeah. Um, and so then we talked about pizza and I was like, this is great. Like, I feel like a lot of people you match with on Tinder. It's like. Totally. You have to. You talk and then you're like, OK, do you want to meet up? And then they're like, yeah. And then you're like, yeah. OK, what are we doing? Right. Yeah. And yeah. For me, that was like, because I'd kind of been on Tinder for a bit, but it was always just like, I was, my profile was so boring and Mm -hmm. I feel like I never had good pictures of myself. Yeah. And then I just realized like, oh, what do I actually want out of this? Mm -hmm. I kind of know what kind of date I want to do. I just want to cook some food Mm -hmm. and I have this pizza oven. So I like felt so good about like just actually being intentional about it rather than it just being like this numb thing where you're like kind of looking for connection. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm so glad it worked out. Yeah. And so I think, well, we had to postpone meeting up because there was that heat oh, wave. The heat dome. It was yeah. like 115 degrees yeah. or whatever. And then we met in a park and we don't have to go through the whole thing, but yeah. made lots of jokes about Bryn murdering me. <laughs> and so we hit it off right away. Right away. And it was awesome. I <laughs> also told him that, I liked ranch and he brought 
It was really cute. He brought a homemade ranch and a store-bought ranch. I sure did. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, because I was, well, wasn't was quite sure that my homemade would be up to snuff. <laughs> yeah. So that was nice. And, um, yeah, I mean, now, you know, we're just really good homies. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's how we met. So shout mm-hmm. out Tinder. Origin story. Shout yeah. out Tinder. <laughs> shout out the pizza oven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and, um, you know, you're still on my phone as Katie Good Pizza Opinions. Oh, yeah. Because we one of the thing, first things, actually, I think this was right before I got your number, mm. is I said one of my favorite pizza combos is jalapeno, pineapple, and pepperoni. Oh, mm-hmm. And so we that's what I cooked, of course. Yeah. And it was amazing. Oh, yeah. That but. was like, yeah, that's a classic. The best combo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um. So, Bryn, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to get into religion a little bit yeah. ain't that a thing yeah. um actually that first time we kind of talked about it a little bit mm-hmm. because you had seen on my profile where i went <laughs> to college <laughs> <laughs> yes i was investigating Bryn. you know as you do when you match them on an app you need to kind of see like are they real are they can you find them on social media and yeah i googled Bryn's college uh-huh. graceland university shout out <laughs> and of course, I went to the Wikipedia page and it had ties. I think it just said it had ties to LDS. So Mormons. Right. Um, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, did is Brenna Mormon, <laughs> which I will clarify is fine. Yes. <laughs> but I was worried that he was this happened to me before. I was worried he was trying to bamboozle me into becoming a Mormon. Right. Um, and also like the missionaries getting on Tinder, yeah, <laughs> diversifying their strategies. Yeah, so um, but I mean, Bryn, maybe you can uh, clarify yeah. what like, well, you're not Mormon. Yes. So yes, I'm not Mormon. <laughs> um, that is so funny, though, because, OK, my Graceland University is the one college that's connected to uh, Community of Christ, which is the church I belong to and grew up going to and uh, all my family belongs to. And it split off from the Mormons back in like 1844. Mm-hmm. And this might be a testament just to how little I paid attention when I went to church. <laughs> but I swear, I don't remember our church at knowing that our church was connected to Mormonism at all Mm -hmm. until I was maybe like 10 or 11. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I guess technically the book of Mormon is like one of the books. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's probably my bad and not like my parents (laughs) bad or anything, not properly teaching me, but it just really wasn't like, um, it wasn't prioritized or really talked about in the same way, at least in my church. And, uh, the way I kind of describe community of Christ, because they broke off from the Mormons like a long time ago. I think 1844 we were looking up. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like Episcopalians. I've been telling people are like the more chill Catholics mm. that split off. And I think that's kind of what community of Christ is with Mormonism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fairly big church. Like I forget how many people belong to it, but um it's like not really dogmatic in the same way Mormonism is and just, yeah, a lot less like of those fundamentalist tendencies. It's uh, yeah. But I think in a lot of ways we are kind of culturally Mormon mm. um, where it's just like, I mean, I'm from a big blonde family. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's not that many differences and we're all happy go lucky. Mm, that was um, my other clue that I was thinking you're Mormon because I, 
don't know if I found your Instagram. I found something. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, Brynn has a bunch of siblings and they're all blonde. I was like, they're Mormon. <laughs> they have to be. <laughs> yeah. I actually remember uh, in middle school, I had some friends who would like joke that I was Mormon. I think just because my big family <laughs> and they didn't know anything about my church. And I was always like, oh no, I'm not. I'm not. But they so our church used to be called the reorganized church of latter-day saints mm. rlds and okay. they changed that like right around when i was born i think because they were just tired of constantly getting compared to the mormons mm. like when they were doing things like baptizing uh like holocaust victims oh, and the mormons. just a lot of scandals that yeah. the lds church did mm-hmm. and so i think that's also part of the reason like we didn't really prioritize the book of mormon stuff yeah and i feel like mormons get kind of like singled out like they're they're really huge despite being kind of a newer religion right and they're very powerful like they basically own salt lake city and and then the whole like i know like uh lds doesn't practice this but um like polygamy Mm -hmm. um and then they also were controversial with race like they right didn't i think they didn't let black people into like the 80s yeah it was like the 70s or 80s Yeah. yeah They've always been a little out there. Yep. So, um, but yeah, so that was so funny when we were talking about that. And then I think because of that, we were just kind of talking about like religion and our experiences growing up mm-hmm. and um, which turned out to be very different, but in the same way we could kind of connect because we had some of those same, like, yeah, just going to church every Sunday <laughs> and the random, I don't, did we talk about veggie tales? I don't know. Were you a veggie tales watcher? Um, somewhat yeah. yeah yeah that was a little worldly for our church oh but... totally oh my gosh <laughs> some people watch veggie tales yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so the church that i grew up in is called church of christ mm-hmm. so brand is community of christ community of christ so the names i feel like they do it on purpose but they're very confusing so they're all sound very similar right and even trying to research church of christ it was like just as someone who grew up in it, I was had to keep double checking. I was on the correct page oh my because gosh. there's so many offshoots and like and my church is like they're very they say they're very like bare bones and they don't like um, they don't have like a central authority like Catholicism or uh, even uh-huh. Mormonism. So it's kind of hard to find consensus on what they actually believe. Sure. Um, so I was going down the rabbit hole there, which it's also like, why do I need to research if I grew up in it? But that's part of <laughs> that's church. Part is, of it. Yeah, they don't really tell you all those things. Uh-huh. Um, so I think we'll start with just like a brief little crash course about the history. Oh, please. Um, we won't get too much into it, but just it's I think it's relevant for some of the context. Uh-huh. Um, so Church of Christ. Yes. <laughs> um, it originates from the American Restoration uh-huh. Movement also known as the Stone Campbell movement. So the two guys that were in that were Stone and Campbell. Uh-huh. Um, and then pejoratively, Church of Christ believers are called Campbellites. Interesting. I don't think most people know that term, but some people in those kind of sects might. Uh-huh. Um, so that was in the late 1700s, early 1800s um, in Missouri. So kind of that. It's very like American. Mm-hmm. Um the idea that Mr. Campbell, I can't remember his first name, uh, <laughs> wanted to, um, his whole philosophy was that the church needed to return to basics mm-hmm. and get back to what the New Testament intended. Um, and interestingly, this is around the same time as Mormonism. So they are right. kind of similar. 
um, in that like revival. It's very American uh-huh. and like individualistic and they're all about also like going west was like a big part of right. it. Right. Yeah. Um, Manifest with, like, destiny exactly. right up it's in like, there. It's like God's, you know, intent that we like spread the word of Jesus all mm-hmm. around. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of reading about it kind of reminded me of like how people talk now about um there's always like this longing for this past that didn't actually exist. Totally. Like people are always like, oh, we need to go back to like when food was natural and like, you know, we didn't have all these chemicals, which I mean, it's not false that yeah. there's like microplastics <laughs> and everything yeah. and like pollution. We eat like a credit card for a year. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think it was ever like. I don't, I don't know. Right. Well, it's like with the whole paleo thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we got to return to that time when the life expectancy was 30 years old. Yeah. And like, you like die from like a cut yeah. on your foot or something. Yeah. And <laughs> like, people were like scavenging for food mm-hmm. and it's not, they didn't have this perfect diet of like fruits and meat. It's like, yeah. you're just eating whatever you're eating. So exactly. it's that sort of like myth making. Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Just this longing for an imagined past is uh-huh. how I think of it. Um, so that's kind of where Church Christ originates from. So, again, I think it's relevant for some of their beliefs now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just getting into the personal for me. Um, so I started going when I was eight. Right. And then I quit going okay. at 18. So and my parents didn't grow up religious. Um, huh. They found the church. Uh, my dad found it through a coworker. Oh, interesting. And um, his coworker and. His coworker's wife had two kids who are the same age as my brother and I. So uh-huh. like our families would hang out all the time. Right. And um, yeah, I just remember going over there for dinner and like playing and stuff like that. And eventually like that, my dad's coworker and his wife were like, oh, you guys should come to church with us. And mm-hmm. they're like, okay, sure. Like we're not opposed to that. Uh-huh. Um, So they went and I don't know how long it took, but. They um, got baptized pretty quickly. My parents did. Right. And Church of Christ is like so serious about baptism. Oh, it's interesting. It's like full submersion. You have to like be old enough to accept Jesus. Huh, that's kind of like us too. We didn't get baptized till we were eight. Yeah. You don't baptize like young like babies yeah, or anything. Yeah. Um, and then once you're in, you're like a member and if you ever stop going, you have fallen away from the flock. Oh my like, god! It's like very, like it's a very serious commitment. Yeah, the um, vice grips on you. Yeah. Wow. And so I don't know if they realized that because it's like, like think about how exciting that would be. It's like you like come into this community and everyone's like so excited you're there. Oh yeah. And you have this whole community of people that you see three times a week. Totally. And. I mean, Bryn, I feel like we talk about this a lot with like how capitalism makes us all really lonely. Yeah. I think that church is like, like, where else do you find that community where it's like you see these people who aren't your family that often? Right. And like you have this spiritual connection and you think that like you're all going to be in heaven together forever. Totally. It's very powerful. It's really intense. Yeah. yeah, That's why like faith is so close and important to people. It's because, yeah, all that. And honestly, like, I think probably a lot of the reason I really prioritize community and 
think that's so important comes from like me going to church and mm-hmm. that's really what community of Christ focuses on. Yeah. But we didn't have that. Like <laughs> you're not falling away if you're not going. Yeah. Like if you, if you stop going, the elders will like call your house and oh be like, gosh. you're falling away from the flock and like they're like, your soul's in jeopardy. Like it's very serious. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's not in wheel of fortune. No. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Um, so yeah. So, and that's kind of like the, like a tactic of how they get you to stay. Um, there's a lot of pressure. Um, oh, and also this, I might be jumping ahead a little bit, but oh, no worries. if you do fall away, um, your, I think it's called now I'm kind of forgetting the term. Uh huh. Let's see. Hold on. Well, basically, if you fall away, you're instructed to not communicate with that non-believer anymore. So, oh, right. Yeah. So, like and the totally I- shunned exactly out of the community. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which is like very cult-like. Yeah. And, manipulative, right there. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah. There's just a a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, and there isn't a lot of room to like. I think people feel maybe scared to talk about if they're struggling with their faith right. or I don't know. Oh, wow. So everyone's kind of just like putting on airs and yeah. yeah. At least that was my perspective. I was also sure. a kid, but sure. Yeah. Um, it's an intense environment to be in. Yeah. Um, so I kind of want to go through some of the tenants cause I think they're like, I didn't realize they were weird until right. I started talking to other people. Sure. Oh, funny. In churches. Uh-huh. Um, so as we talked about, before so salvation through baptism Mm -hmm. so baptism full submersion no sprinkling babies like the catholics um (laughs) (laughs) hymns are vocals only no instruments Hmm. which is from a bible verse i guess weird church of christ is like very like they everything is from the new testament okay like and it's like very very literal very gotcha yep so there's some verse about praising the Lord with your voice. Uh-huh. And so they, that's how they interpret it. Uh-huh. Um, so Genesis is literal. The earth is only like 10,000 years old or I can't remember. Whatever they're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one I put in bold. <laughs> so uh, there's a verse about like women being um, in submission to men. Mm-hmm. So they interpret that as women do not hold any authority in the church um so no like leading classes unless it's like babies or Whoa. like little kids no leading prayer like no leadership right over anything right. it's um, a total patriarchy yeah one example that's always like blows people's minds is yeah. um if a woman is teaching a class and let's say the kids are all like eight, nine, ten, uh-huh. and a boy gets baptized, yeah, she can't teach the class anymore because the boy is now a Christian male. Oh, because like there's a hierarchy and he just like leapfrogged over yeah. her. Yeah. Oh because my god. He's like a, a child. Whoa. Yeah. Do you remember what you thought of that when you were a kid? I well, like, I kind of liked it as a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I no, I didn't like it. Let me clarify. I liked it because then I didn't have to be called on to lead prayers in class. Oh my gosh! And I was nice. really shy, so I was like, "Yes, <laughs> yeah. like I don't have to do that." And I've never liked public speaking, so I was never uh-huh. like, Ugh. "But 
I mean, yeah, it is very like it's very sexist and right. very patriarchal and right. Um, yeah, like you're, yeah. And I remember on the church roster, mm-hmm. um, all the family names. It's like the husband's name is big, and then in like small letters next is like the wife, oh comma my. the kids. Oh my gosh! It's like very like man is man of right. the household. He's the authority, and they also kind of practice like complementarianism which is like not egalitarianism it's like men and women are different and complement each other right they're right. not equal uh-huh so that kind of ran through everything and totally. yeah growing up as a girl it's like that was very that's what you're told to expect yeah very forefront huh. um i will say like i grew up in public school and i had a lot of friends who um you know, like weren't in that religion. And so I do think I experienced like kind of the the main the real world right, more right. than a lot of people I went to church with. Okay. Um or a lot of them in private school? Uh homeschool. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. A lot of I mean, I would say there are a good amount of public school kids, but uh-huh. quite a few homeschool kids. And right. those those families tended to be the more even right. more traditional. Right. Um with like yeah. Um, <laughs> interesting mm-hmm. um so we'll definitely circle back to the gender stuff because oh talk yeah about that a lot but Me too um so you also take the lord's supper communion every sunday um the only biblical um uh qualification for divorce is infidelity the only one the only one wow. so no other reason can you divorce your spouse wow that one actually is controversial even within church of christ Uh like a lot of families left our church because of that okay and so that seems to be something that the elders who are like the main authority of the church kind of imposed Mm -hmm. um sex is only between one man and one woman who are married right classic yeah classic (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) there's also a practice called courting this isn't really from the church, but it's more philosophy. A lot of families. Do you know what courting is? Uh, no, <laughs> not in a churchy way. <laughs> so courting is this like dating style that was popularized. I want to say, I don't think it. I don't know when it came out. I know there's a really popular book about it from the 90s, uh-huh. but it's kind of where like so Brandon will use us as an example. Yeah. OK, so let's say. Um, we want to court. Right. So you would come on dates with me and my whole family. Oh, whoa. So we would never be alone. Right. And you'd kind of be like dating my whole family. Oh, my gosh. And- <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Time for the first kiss. <laughs> yeah. No, wait. You can't do oh, that. Oh, no. No, no kissing. I'm going to hell. <laughs> no kissing till the altar. <laughs> really? Yes. So whoa. not with my church, but the families who are in a courting. Right. That was their philosophy is like, yeah. So if we were recording, it's like we would date probably uh-huh. for like not very long. Right. You know, because it's there's also this like kind of belief that it's like this divine intervention. It's like God wants you to be together sure. to like populate the earth with little Christian babies. Sure. So why are you waiting around? Yeah. yeah. And also, I well, I think it's just because people want to have sex, but yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they won't say that. Um, so, yeah. So we would core and then we would. Um, never be, imagine like never being alone, not, not even physically, just like emotionally with your person you're going to marry. Every single time you're talking, you're like with their parents. Yeah. 
Wow. It's wild. That's um, intense. I know. So some families practice that. I, w- I wouldn't say that was the most common, but uh-huh. there were some. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's what courting is. Mm-hmm. Um, no alcohol. Uh-huh. I will say my parents always drank, uh-huh. but they would hide it. Right. Um, so when we would have Bible studies, they would put it all away and put the wine glasses away like uh-huh so because yeah the community's around and you're mm-hmm. like interesting and i knew some people who like wouldn't drink coke and glasses because they didn't want anyone to think that they might be drinking beer whoa yeah so it's all about appearances <laughs> right <laughs> um let's see Okay, no taking the Lord's name in vain, uh-huh. which they interpret as saying things like, oh, my God, right. or God damn it. Uh-huh. And I remember getting in trouble for saying, oh, my gosh. Even that, gosh. Yeah, because that's a euphemism for God. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, one thing that is interesting is um, no activities can take place in the church that are not worship. So we wouldn't do like kitchens. Like we would never have it in like a gym setting with like a potluck. Oh, really? Like oh, man. Anything like that. We were a huge potluck church. That yeah. was some of the primo times. Like we could do it at people's huh. houses, but right. never the in church the church is building. for churchly things. Yes. Of all the churchly people. Exactly. Only worship. No, none of those like jelly meatballs in a crock pot. No. I know. No deviled eggs. <laughs> none of the one really weird thing that one lady brought that you, everyone is avoiding. <laughs> yeah. None of that could happen. <laughs> um, Let's see. Oh, another thing. Oh, and kind of going into that is like no supporting outside charities or groups. Really? Yeah. So everything was very insular. Charities even. Mm, yep. No. Oh my gosh. Okay. The only... The mission of the church. That's what you're there for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think we would, we would sponsor like a preacher in training, but they would uh, preach at our church. So it's still kind of insular. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. Um, and then let's see. Um, do you know what quiverful is? Oh, that's like, uh, that's like the Duggars mm-hmm. type thing, right? Just like have a bunch, so many kids. Yeah. So this kind of goes in line with the families who would homeschool in court. Uh-huh. The Quiverful families like would not practice any contraception. So right. their idea is that each each time they're pregnant, it's like a gift from God. Uh-huh. So they just had like tons of kids. Right. Um oh yeah, no no queer stuff. Yep. Yep. Gays a sin. None of that. No, 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 no. Not allowed here. No, no, no. Um yikes. Yeah. Uh <laughs> confessions was one where like you had the opportunity if there was a sin that you're struggling with you Uh could go in front of the church and uh have the preacher say it for you and like the preacher would be like okay uh katie is struggling with blah 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 in front of the whole church yeah and then they'd be like wow she would like your prayers and then everyone would pray and then you go up to them and there's like a big line for hugs. Yeah. The only ones I remember were like one girl, like a teenage girl being pregnant and then and lots of- And that was her sin she had that to was her sin. apologize for in front yes. of the whole church? Mm-hmm. Wow. Can you imagine like how shameful that would oh feel? Oh my gosh. Yeah. The other ones I remember is a lot, always men being like- that they watch porn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And then wow. I, I wish I remembered how they'd phrase it, but they'd always be like, Oh, uh, Daniel is struggling with um I don't know if they say pornography or like yeah. masturbating or 
Um, oh my gosh, like, fascinating. Yeah, it's like sets in. Oh my goodness. I know. That was always uncomfortable. Yeah, I see why you remember those ones for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, huh. So that was a big one. And then let's see, dancing is sinful because it's like sensual. Wow. So no dancing. I mean, you've seen me dance. I, <laughs> I really get oh, sensual yeah. with it. Get, get those hips moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no hips. No hips. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you would be you'd be banned. <laughs> yeah, they would. They just toss me, like grab me by the seat of my pants or whatever and yeah. just toss me out like a sack like, of potatoes. Like the cartoon. Like, right. <laughs> Brent is out. <laughs> You'd be disfellowed for sure. Um, a quote they like to say is be in the world, but not of the world. Okay. So you want to be like a light in the world to all the sinners. Right. You know, just remember your time here is fleeting, which is true, but mm-hmm. not in the same way. But it would be like, and also don't listen to pop music because yeah. it's like of the devil. Exactly. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and then another big one that ties in everything is like their emphasis on purity. So mm. we talked earlier about uh, sex only between one man, one woman after marriage. Some families don't even like have a or not families, but couples don't even have a kiss before right. they're married. Right. And then you can't even divorce because that's a sin. Right. Well, unless there's infidelity, which is a sin. And oh, infidelity was one of those sins that like you would go to hell for for sure oh it's like one-way ticket yes and like you can't like undo it wow and like go to heaven dang were there people who like did that would Um, that be a confession thing or would mm, that like i don't remember that i feel like i would remember that yeah um there was i remember a woman who like she um had come there as a single person and she had left her husband because he was abusive Uh uh-huh and she was like, yeah, but, you know, I know that uh, since he he is my husband still um, under God. And right. so if I got remarried, that would be infidelity. Oh, my God. So she just like never she just stayed single. Yeah. Whoa. Like never pursued any romantic connection. Wow. After that. So. um, Yeah. So those are the tenants. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Should we go into crimes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to hear some crime. <laughs> I only have two. Uh-huh. Um, so one, as I remember, is we went to a family's house for um, Bible study. And it was one of my friends. And I remember she had told me about this, like her dog who she loved. And it was like this uh, Australian shepherd. And she like loved the dog. Mm-hmm. And we went and showed me her dog. And the dog was like. They lived out in the country and the dog was like chained to a fence oh, and it had like a front no. paw was like totally infected. Like I just remember it being in this like large, oh my God, raw like stub kind of thing. Ooh. And I just remember being like, what? And I remember like telling my parents, like, I think their dog's abused and like no one did anything about it oh man and i still i asked my parents as an adult i was like do you remember that and they yeah. were all like yeah and i'm like why did no one like i I think it's just one of those things where it's like people don't want to get involved right in that community it's like everything gets around it's very much like everyone's constantly looking at each other yeah and you don't wow 
So I do. Yeah, that sticks out to me. And sure. yeah, put that That's under a, crimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other one was a relationship between a teenager and a preacher in training who was an adult like he was i don't know like 19 or 20 maybe but she was not 18 right um and i remember he's in like this kind of powerful position yeah and i don't want to give too many details away because i don't want anyone to know who she is um but uh she confessed the sin in front of the church. And I remember oh, them my gosh. saying that she had engaged in oral sex with him. First of all, they why did mentioned what? Yes, why did we need to know that? Oh my God. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I just, and you're a kid hearing this. Yeah. Wild. And I just think about now I'm like, she was a teenager. Oh my gosh. And, like, can you imagine how humiliating That's that is? so humiliating. And I also want to mention that she was, like, someone whose dad was, like, a figure in the church. Oh so it's, gosh. like, she what, had a lot of pressure to be, like, a perfect, like, Christian. Right. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So that one. And I, I look back and I'm just, like, there was another girl who she had been... She was also a teenager and she'd mm-hmm. been assaulted by, oh yeah, trigger warning, we're going to talk about sexual assault. She was, let me put that at the beginning. <laughs> she was assaulted while she was drunk by like her, I think it was her sister's husband or something, like oh something God. like that. Yeah. Oof. And the focus was like, it was like, people were like, yeah, what he did was wrong. But right. there was, of course, that victim blaming of like, she shouldn't have been drinking. Oh my gosh. You know, classic. Yeah. Straight from that purity culture stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. That's so ugly. Yeah. And so that kind of stuff and lots of um emphasis on your body making men stumble. <sighs> like that's like, have right. you heard that? Term? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Um, so I remember I had like a friend. I heard this a few times where she got talked to because her purse strap went between her breasts uh-huh. and it accentuated them too much. And that was not modest. And so someone just brought that up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I know. Um, so I think- <laughs> the sin of having breasts. Yeah, basically. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, like, you know, as we talked about earlier, like, um, you know, men like women submitting to men and right. all that stuff. And then you add that your body is just like sinful for just existing. Right. It just is like causes a lot of shame yeah. around yourself and sexuality. Um, and I think that stuff's very harmful, which is like part of why Brent and I are talking about mm-hmm. it. Definitely. Um, it's not to make fun of these, you know, Christians. It's more like, how and i even my mom is still in this in church of christ just in a different congregation okay interesting and even her and i talk about like the ways that when there's unquestioned male authority Mm -hmm. that like so much abuse can happen right um they even she told me about someone who recently joined their congregation who had gone to the one 
that I did as a kid or that Uh we went to. Mm -hmm. And her husband had been really abusive towards her. And when she went to the elders, they didn't believe her. And they're just like, well, you just need to stand by your man and be a good Christian wife. Right. Oh, my goodness. And the devil's testing you, like all that kind of stuff. Wow. And like this church that my mom goes to, they did like accept her. And then my mom was telling me about this whole retreat that is ran by this husband and wife. And Uh it's only for women who have been abused by their husbands in church of Christ where like the churches, because again, infidelity is the only reason for divorce. Right. It's like for these women who have gone through this and didn't have any support from their church. Uh Like it's such a common thing. Right. And, and so yeah. this is like a place they can kind of come together. And, yeah, like it's kind of like a retreat kind uh-huh. of so thing. So are these women who are like separated, but they're still like married in God's eyes sort of deal? Is I, that what happens? I'm not sure because I do think the church I went to had a really extreme view on divorce. Like I think that the divorce only through infidelity isn't common in Church of okay. Christ. Okay. And so I'm thinking, well, actually, no, it has to be if there's a bunch of women that it's affecting. Right. But- it's not every single congregation not, treats no. it the same. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So, and and again, even like my mom and I talk about that and she's That's still good. in that church. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> <dang>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that one, um, that one. And then the kind of like anti-gay sentiment, like those were the two that I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> that that really does seem to be what leads a lot of people out of those sorts of churches. Like mm-hmm. whenever there's a big split. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like women in priesthood. I think that was one that like our church in like the eighties finally like accepted or changed. And there was like some splinter groups off of that because they just want to retain that like mm-hmm. patriarchal um systems. Um, so I also, (laughs) in my notes, Uh I did want to talk about Florida college, Florida college, do tell. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so this, I think we can kind of goof on this one a little bit more. It's a little lighter. Um, so, um, Florida college, (laughs) uh, it's a small private church of Christ college. It's in Temple Terrace, Florida has like 500 students. How many students did your college Graceland was about a thousand. Okay. So it was smaller than my high school. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's 500 at Florida College. Yeah. Um, According to Wikipedia, 98% of the students are Church of Christ members. Wow. And 60% are legacy students. So okay. Do you know what that means? Yeah, yeah. I'm a legacy student at Graceland. There's, yeah. Graceland is definitely not that many people connected to the community mm-hmm. of Christ. It's more just like a small, <clears throat> small liberal arts college. And there's some people who are like me. Yeah. And I guess the reason that it's so, well, they don't really advertise to other people. And part of that's because they don't think that like, like they don't use church funds. Well, I guess they have like school funds, but they don't, they don't like advertising and like bring in worldly people. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. They want to keep things under control. They don't want to bring in these other secular people who are going to bring in new ideas. Yeah. And also if you're not church of Christ, there's no way in hell you'd want to go here because I'm about to read you the code of conduct. Oh my gosh. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So, (laughs) and no, I'm not joking about any of these. It's very serious. So, 
number one, so no sexual activities outside of marriage, which we did kind of, we went over that in the tenants. Yeah. Um, this one actually made me sad. Inappropriate physical contact that is affectionate in nature, whether on or off campus. On or off. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And People- affectionate, like... Doesn't wow. sound <laughs> you can't go to that college if you're a hugger. No, like, you're gonna be oh my god, side hugs only, <laughs> right? The, the, only the limpest side yeah. hugs allowed, <laughs> yeah. Wow, and off campus, too. Mm-hmm. I did remember hearing about a couple, like they eventually got married, but they got in trouble with the <gasps> school because someone saw them kissing in like a Target parking lot. Whoa, yeah. and someone re- like reported yes, them. Yes, to the school. That's the thing. All this like self-surveillance mm-hmm. is just really yeah. wild. Yeah. Uh, dang. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yep. And what's interesting about that rule is it doesn't um, differentiate between sexes. Like all these other ones are like opposite right. sex, but yeah. this is like just – no, no physical you, contact. You can't even snuggle your bros. No. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. Me and my friends in college, we, <laughs> this is a little bit of a tangent, but there was <laughs> go, one go night. For it, <laughs> I don't think anyone was even drunk or high or anything, but in our lounge, this was like super late at night. We played night crawlers, which is we got into a bunch of blankets and sleeping bags and stuff and just like crawled around <laughs> in a big mound of college boys. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and that would. That would get us kicked out of the school for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is inappropriate physical contact. (laughs) That is affectionate in nature. It was affectionate. We were some affectionate worms. (laughs) And I kind of want to touch on that a little bit because I I used to think I didn't like physical contact. Yeah, I remember talking about this. Yeah, and I really think a lot of it was like it was so like it just was kind of shameful, like not just with romantic partners, but like, yeah. I don't know. Just totally. Yeah. So kind of I was always kind of uncomfortable with like being touched. And I think how I grew up is part of that. Yeah. Um. So the next code of conduct is kind of related. Meeting a member of the opposite sex in any private place without permission from appropriate college personnel. Oh, my goodness. Which sounds pretty gay to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's like. Oh, that's uh, I don't remember the name now. There's like some famous evangelical guy who like that's his rule. Mm-hmm. So they call it that. But yeah, that, that's like a Mike Pence thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like won't have meetings with female colleagues. Yeah. Because they're not his wife. Which sucks. That's so like. That's very. Yeah. Yeah. Plays into objectification and power mm-hmm. dynamics and all that good stuff. Yeah, and it makes it so forbidden. Yeah. Like and then you just like have all these expectations and like I just can't I can't imagine how that would be a good environment for like communication and consent. Like yeah. just yeah, yeah, all bad. And just thinking about community like just being able to converse and like have normal friendly mm-hmm. relations like men and women can be friends. Yeah. And like that like belief that they can't or that there's this like inherent temptation and mm-hmm. that like men are just animals acting on these urges is so damaging. Yes. And I mean, we could talk about that for hours. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, and and that it's like the woman's responsibility right. to like not make her brother in Christ stumble. Totally. From having her tits out. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Slut shaming because of purse string. Yeah. <laughs> like sometimes my little camelback Timbuktu bag goes between my titties <laughs> and they're popping a little bit. Oh. And I don't think I'm tempting anyone. 
Brandon being a little temptress over there with your little titties. <laughs> you and okay, so we have two strikes against Brent for Florida College. Uh-huh, okay. His uh, group. What were you doing? Your group. Uh, oh, uh, night crawlers. Yeah, your night crawlers. Uh, affectionate in nature, mm-hmm. you know. And then your titties were out. Like we can't yeah. have that. Oh my gosh! If they watch Slobcore, oh, they would. I don't even know. Rapture me downwards. They yeah. do the pull the reverse Uno Rapture yeah. card and just send me straight to Satan. You're getting down there. <laughs> and also a controversy is men having long hair. <gasps> so that was also kind of more of the on the conservative end of people. Right, but totally. Um, yeah. So you would be down for that. too. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So no. Um, the oh, this one is fun. Students are expected to avoid immoral environments such as restaurants known for the immodest dress of staff. <laughs> <laughs> they have a Hooters clause. Yeah. <laughs> and any establishment that serves alcohol and checks for identifications at the door. Whoa. So just don't go to bars. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So no Hooters, no bars. <laughs> Dang. I know. Yeah. The immodest dress that is like, it just sears my soul. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I just, I'm picturing now like where they draw the line and do they have just like a diagram of like someone in like this, this spaghetti strap is just wide enough to not be a modest. Yeah, like, it's it, so ridiculous. It's, and Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not, that's not in the scripture. Right. That's just like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all, all the disciples are walking down, uh, down the streets one day and then there was a lady in a. And a dress, and they could see a little too much leg, and they all went, ooh, ooh. and they got distracted, and they didn't do their disciple stuff. Yeah. And so that's when we learned. Yes. <laughs> I didn't went, read that scripture. I need to go back. Well, it, Romans 2, 2, Auga. Well, and you don't even want to know what happened in Corinthians 6, 9. <laughs> Was it humana, humana? Humana, humana. <laughs> oh, if only I could wolf whistle. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't whistle either. Logan's really good at whistling. Oh, we need oh him in he here. seems like a good whistler. Yeah, he yeah. can whistle. It's great. <laughs> um. Okay. Next on the list, this one is just funny to me because it kind of it like uh shows how like zoned in on the scripture they are uh-huh. and like how they pour over every word well they ignore the ones they don't like but yeah anyways a vote by the students and staff resulted in dropping the word christian from the school name in 1963 Whoa. the name change was fueled in part by the controversy that the word christian was only used as a noun and never as an adjective in the new testament what I, so you can't be a christian college because that's a adjective of a college uh Correct. Wow. Yes. Christian is only a wow. noun. Wow. So they're, yeah, that's just so literal and yeah. interesting. Yeah. That kind of, that was like, oh yeah, that I'm not surprised about that. Right. Um, This one's sad. In 2017, Florida College received an exemption to Title IX. Mm. Um, I guess we should probably tell people what Title IX is in case they don't know. Right. Um, I think it just, let me just read it so I get it wrong. Uh-huh. Um. So it prohibits sex-based discrimination in any school education program that receives funding from the federal government. Right. So they got an exemption for that. 
um, to discriminate against LGBTQ students. That's fun. Great. So good to get an exception. Yeah. From civil rights. So Even though awesome. they're, you know, they didn't say anything about not being in the same room alone with the same sex. Right. So. There might have been some down low affectionate mm -hmm. affectionate things going on. Yeah. Don't tell the elders. What does that say? <laughs> um, and then let's see. Oh, and then this will tie into a quick story. But because Church Christ believes that's wrong recruit for colleges through churches, uh -huh. um, since not mentioned scripture, their recruitment is only through youth summer camps. Wow. Which is I did go to once. Yeah, I. Community Christ had some great summer camps. I did leave early. Oh, really? Yes. What happened? Um, that is part of trivia, so we'll have to okay, wait for okay. that. <laughs> I'll make you guess. Yay. Um, so that that was all the uh, rules and context uh -huh. and dogma I had. Um, so I guess I will play trivia, but first I kind of want to talk about like... Actually, do you want to do trivia now? And then um, we can do like our little takeaways? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty quick. Um. Oh, so for trivia, I had... Oh, wait, actually, let me get the blood. Hold on. Okay, perfect. <laughs> oh, wow, we got the blood coming. Blood <laughs> okay, Bryn, so I've prepared a five-question trivia Ooh, game. Ooh, wonderful. I love me some trivia. Um, If you win, well, even if you lose, uh -huh. I'm not going to keep score. <laughs> um, We're going to drink Welch's grape juice. Ooh, wonderful. Which is an exact replica of the communion that I took every Sunday. Nice. Blood of Christ um, right there. And Welch's is, honestly, it slaps. It's yeah. really juicy. It's sweet. I love the color. It's very rich. Um, I also tried to prepare the body of Christ, which is oh yeah, um, <laughs> just pie crust. Uh huh. But and this pie crust I bought, I came with two rolls. I burned both of them. Oh no. Um. <laughs> so the first one I burned because I ignored my alarm because I was just like, oh, it's my lunch break alarm because yeah. I work at home. <laughs> so that burned, and then I was like, whatever, I'll do the other one. Uh huh. This one I like spread out on a baking sheet, and so I think since it wasn't a pie shell. Oh. It like had more surface area so and it, it went faster and it yeah. dang bummer. So, <laughs> so you just do pie crust for your communion? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. We would always mix it up with the breads. Sometimes oh. it was like bread that my papa had made. Oh no. He'd way. always he's also give sermons on bread baking and stuff. Huh. Was, cool. was it like a normal bread? Like Um Yeah, and sometimes I, I feel like it was just like cut up wonder bread mm -hmm. or just whatever they had then they would have like gluten-free stuff oh that's nice yeah well oh i didn't even think about that like what if so our communion the reason it's pie crust is because there's a verse uh-huh of course it says uh it has to be unleavened so no yeast okay gotcha and so it's always like just a flaky which is honestly it tasted really good especially paired with the watches oh, it's so nice and just getting a little treat mm -hmm. in church because it's like you haven't eaten for like yeah. four hours yeah. and oh my gosh you're thinking about hell <laughs> like you need a little treat exactly <laughs> and i do remember <laughs> um like they would rotate families to clean the churches uh -huh. and at, if it was our family's turn, my brother and I would immediately just like go in the back and eat all the leftover yes. communion and just be like, like taking shots of all the the blood or the grape juice. Yeah, we're just like because oh. it was kept in this like. Let me describe it. Oh my gosh! Yes. So it was so each shot was like a tiny thimble, mm -hmm. plastic cup, yep. 
And then it was kept in this metal tray yes. that was in the fridge. And so the metal tray made it so cold. Oh, was it like multiple st- layers? Yes. I think we had a similar dealio. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you take your little shot and, yeah. and it's a little, nice little sweetness. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> so good. Paired, paired with the flakiness of the Pillsbury crust. Ooh. You really can't. That's kind of nice. I think it was Pillsbury. I apologize if it was actually homemade, <laughs> but I think it was Pillsbury. Um, so yeah, I have brought grape juice. Uh, should we try Wonderful. it? Wonderful. We should. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. To the Lord. To the Lord. The blood. Mm. Wow. Pretty good. Yeah. That's, yeah, the sweetness and it's very rich. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. I haven't had grape juice in so long. Yeah. But it's always tasty. It is. It's just, I think it gets a bad rap. It's like, oh, it's full of sugar, but I want it. Yeah, it's, it's good. juice. That's why you drink it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. It really, wow, it does you. bring me back, honestly. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Especially, I think, let me try and take the same sip of the yeah, same the amount. Quantity. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, mm. Just a and, little, little sweet. Okay. Did How did it, it go? Was someone coming around with it and you'd grab it? Or were you mm, passing it? We passed it. Okay. So I think, yeah, we would have four people do it. So this is this was something when I was like a teenager, I would help out with a lot. Mm-hmm. But there's like four aisles basically. And so four people go up and they do it. And then you like go into the, well, we don't have pews. We had chairs. But mm. you just like show the the tray mm-hmm. and then the person picks from it and so i feel like i would always try and get that middle one if it was still there <laughs> uh-huh. or at least closest to the middle as possible i'm pretty sure me and all my siblings are doing that <laughs> i always thought about like because you had to break off a piece of the bread or the pie crust oh. and i'd always try to get a real big chunk because <laughs> nice. like mm, it's so good <laughs> i love that <laughs> um okay so are you ready to play trivia let's do it Okay, uh, number. So first question: Katie went to Florida College Camp once and made her mom pick her up early. Mm. Was it because oh a she was constipated? <laughs> <laughs> B she kissed a girl and felt really guilty. Uh, C she got in a fight with her church best friend. Oh my gosh! Oh man! <laughs> I really want to say A. But I feel like that's a little trap you set. But I can also believe it. Hmm. Oh, wow. I I don't think you kissed a girl and felt bad about it. But maybe you did. Hmm. Pulled a reverse Katy Perry. <laughs> I'm going to go. You had a fight with your best friend. Eh, you're wrong. What was it? I was constipated. Oh, no, I should have followed my heart. I, I should have followed my intestines. Listen to your heart. Oh my gosh. Was it just like you were like super sick because you hadn't shit? Honestly, I don't know if, I mean, I was constipated, but I don't know if it was that dire uh-huh. or I just wanted to go home. Right. I didn't you were also like sick it. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I didn't like, I was really shy. I think I was like 13 when I went. Okay. Like, I don't know, being a preteen and like I was being gone for a whole week and like I always I won't go too much of a rant on this because we have a game to play. Uh But uh 
I always felt conflicted because I did have like a life in the world and like public school that was like so different from my life in church. Yeah. So I always felt guilty because I felt like I was being fake. Oh, totally. And like living You're not lives. doing it as morally as all. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. I always felt kind of uncomfortable uh-huh. in those environments. Makes and sense. I think my friend who I was with there was, she was who like very boy crazy. Uh-huh. And you know, it was just fine. We're 13. But um. And so she would kind of ditch me and go, uh, you know, every boy she was with, she thought was like a gift from God. Right, so right. I think it was that, but I was constipated. I did give myself an enema <laughs> when I got home. Nice. It was pretty dire. <laughs> um, but yeah, I never finished out FC camp. Wow. Um, toward college. Wow. So if you would have stayed, you would have gone there for college. I would have. And then I would have never given affection. <laughs> what is it? Um, inappropriate physical contact is affectionate in nature on or off campus. Wow. Yeah. Glad that didn't happen. Yeah. So, uh, wow. wow. You, I don't, yeah. I don't know if I've ever been constipated. Really? I fall on the other side of the spectrum on that one for sure. Yeah. Do you, are you very regular? Yeah. Yeah. I poop like five times a day. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Maybe I, too regular. I'm pretty regular uh-huh. and like I definitely fart a lot. Good. Um, good. I I like, you know, fibrous foods, caffeine. There you go. Love it. Lots of bubbles in running. this gut. Get it running. Yeah. So that was. But yeah, I I don't know. I think I was just highly uncomfortable because, you know, a lot of people get like travelers poop or oh, whatever. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like where they can't go. Yep. I wonder if it was like that. It was your body. Like, I, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. I don't feel safe here. It's like, I do not accept the Lord. Yep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number two is uh, Florida college students are never permitted to be alone with opposite sex with the exception of natural disasters. True or false? Oh, my God. True. <laughs> true. Uh, Wait. No, I don't know the answer. Hold on. Well, I made that up. So would that be false? Okay, that's false. Then. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, wow. I mean, maybe that's a rule. <laughs> that but... would be so funny if that was like, I yeah, that's hilarious. Imagine like getting in trouble for that. Yeah, like you're because in Florida, you're like trapped in like a hurricane or yeah, something. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can't be. <laughs> like, oh, the is there a man? Is there another man? <laughs> I need a man. Come here. Wow. Very nice. Very clever. You're stumping me so far. I know. Okay. Uh, Number three, which popular young adult fiction book caused controversy in the Church of Christ? A, The Giver, B, The Golden Compass, or C, The Goosebumps series? Oh, my gosh. This one actually is kind of hard. I'm sorry. Interesting. Uh, Are you familiar with those books? I am. In fact... On my last episode, I talked about the giver with keep. Because oh, did I ever tell you the story of when I passed out in fifth grade? I don't think so. Oh, did you get so, your blood drawn or something? <laughs> well, um, I'm gonna say the giver, and here's why. Because okay. there's in the giver, they like euthanize the babies with a oh, hypodermic needle oh in the forehead. My God, I forgot and our about teacher that. was reading that aloud. <gasps> And I just passed out and wow. knocked over all Keep's books and everyone. <gasps> yeah, she just told the story is really hilarious. Oh but my God. I left school. So that was one of my first like medical anxiety things. Wow. But I'm going to say the giver and that's why because they would say that's like. Okay, so it's not the giver. Ah, dang. But that's a really like I can see uh-huh. that being controversial, especially with the babies. Right, right. Wow. Okay, so the correct answer is actually the golden compass. Interesting. Which, and it was because the polar bear was God. 
Oh. I don't know if that's that, true. I never read that it. That book, it kind of seems like one of those Christian allegory books, right. though. But they're saying, like, you can't do that. Yeah, they're saying that the author wrote the pillar to be God, which huh. is like an idol. or I don't oh, know. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. So, number four. Uh-huh. I'm going to save the best one for last. Cool. Um is Church of Christ weddings were prohibited from having the following. A, dancing, B, alcohol, or C, all of the above. All of the above. Ding, ding, ding. Yay. Got that right. <laughs> they were very boring. <laughs> okay, and then our last question is, a church women's retreat became a scandal <gasps> when one of the women on the trip shared that she could hold what object under her boobs in college? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> What? You got to tell me about this after. Um, A, a corn cob. (laughs) B, a tall boy. Or C, a hairdryer. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I'm really proud of that one. That's so good. I'm going to say it was the tall boy because that also a little little alcohol scandal. Um, so it was actually a hair dryer. <laughs> hair dryer. Yeah, which I feel like wow, is more impressive. that's impressive. Yeah. That's some really good boobage. Yeah. Like Dang. lots of volume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Strong boobs. Amen. Um, <laughs> good job. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. Amen. Um, but yeah, so I guess just for context, because yeah. you're interested. Yeah. Um, the women would do women's only adult women. Sure. Uh, beach retreat every sure. year. And... Um, one of the women was like, oh, do you guys want to see my college trick? And she had a top on. She didn't yeah. even have her tits out. Yeah. And she just like put the hairdryer under her boobs and was holding it up. And all of them were like, oh, my God, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. And it was like really sweet. But then um, a few of the women complained and said it was inappropriate. Oh, my gosh. I was uh, being immoral. <sighs> um, and so their solution to that was to invite the daughters on the trips uh-huh. to prevent that kind of behavior. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just full grown adult women having a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. was like inappropriate. Wow. Yeah. I can't imagine being in that type of like communion environment. It's mm-hmm. like, Oh wow. Yeah. Very uh, shameful mm-hmm. and like High not pressure. Yeah. Just not a, not a space where you can be yourself and, have fun like that is so harmless yeah like so innocent it's not even i would argue not even sexual no not barely it's not even sensual to me that's the thing like having that level of like purity and like sex being this sinful thing unless you do it just right Mm -hmm. it like totally messes people up yeah and like it yeah we could talk about that a bunch too i'm sure um (laughs) yeah and wow so that one is our favorite question, but it's also like sad. What's my score? Did I get one? You got one right. Yay. But I did make it tricky on purpose. No, it was good. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, that's pretty much all I had. And then okay. um, let's see. Yeah, just kind of I had kind of jotted down some <clears throat> just like takeaways of um, just like strict gender roles, mm-hmm. how that subjugates women. Um, we talked about earlier, like the unquestioned male authority in an insular community can lead to a lot of abuse. Oh, yeah. Um, and then just we didn't talk about as much, but a bit like purity culture, how that's, um, you know, harmful for sexuality, intimacy, pleasure, connecting with yourself and others. Totally. 
all the above. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, those are those are my those are my two big ones that and I do want to say that um, I do think <clears throat> that having to like confront all these questions about morality and philosophy at a young age has made me be like a very like inquisitive person. Like mm-hmm. I'm always really curious about the world and oh, I sure. love learning from people and I'm very like empathetic, I think. And um, I think that having to not like you can't think about that if you're not in a church, but sure. having to like wrestle with these like things from childhood is like, I mean, it's causing me a lot of trauma, but I also think that it's made me like a very, um, yeah, just like curious person totally. about how things work and totally. what it means to be alive and all that stuff. Yeah, so, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, and, and I also want to say that despite my parents, like having my brother and I be in this church, I do feel a lot of empathy towards them. I mm-hmm. really don't think they knew what they were getting into. For sure. And there's so much pressure to stay. Yeah. And they have always encouraged me to be independent and like, like I've never been shy about expressing how I felt about it to them. Yeah. And they've always held a space for that. And a lot of Christian kids didn't, don't get that. Yeah. And they're also not overly controlling in my life. Like Mm -hmm. they always let me branch, do whatever I wanted. Like, I mean, yeah, they're, they weren't weird about me like moving in with a boy or like, I mean, they know I'm not religious or anything right. and they still accept me because when I was like, quote unquote, falling away. Um, right. Yeah. You went through that. Yeah. A lot of the elders would and deacons would call my parents and tell my well, they only speak to my dad because oh, he's gosh. the man of the house. Right. And they would tell him that they advised that he kick me out. Wow. Because that which would force me to come back to the church. Right. Um, and that they wanted it to be very clear that if I chose this, that no one in the church would be able to talk to me again. Gosh. Um, and my dad basically was like, absolutely not. Good. I'm not kicking oh, out awesome. my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I will say like, there are a few like, uh, family or like girls my age, like mm-hmm. we grew up together who I still keep in contact with okay. and like, I don't we don't talk about religion this. I don't know where they stand, sure. but they're not, they didn't excommunicate me, That's but then there right. are some people who my mom has run into who won't even look at her from the church. Wow. Which is so weird. It's like, you know, these people for 10 years yeah, and then they act like you're not there. Totally. Um, and like, I also remember, um, I was like hanging, it was after I had fallen away uh-huh. and I was hanging out with, um, a girl from the church and then like her little sister's friend couldn't be there. Like her mom wouldn't let her be around me because right. I was no longer Christian. Like, yeah, just stuff. Wow. I know <laughs> it's stuff like that. So, yeah, um, that's kind of my takeaway. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. I, um, yeah, I really appreciate you sharing all that. And I think I, especially in the pandemic, I've really noticed like, a big increase in, and maybe because I just see these on TikTok, but uh, a lot of people deconstructing similar like religious experience and people who have religious trauma 
from being in like really intense places. And then I think COVID honestly, like was a big breaking point for a lot of people. Cause even early COVID when like everyone was quarantining, a lot of those types of churches and those communities really like self-reinforce. And it's like, because you're going to church every week and you're like making sure you look good and have the appearances. And I really wonder if like it was people who had a couple weeks break out of that environment. And that's when you can really start seeing the things that don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I think it's just the coercion that goes into it. That's really just causes a lot of pain. And mm-hmm. then there's people who have similar experiences and I'm thankful that I never experienced that. Like whenever I talk to you or someone else who's gone through like those similar types of like intense communities, um, it just really makes me think like I was just a little kid sitting in church, like not getting that same like level of stuff, but just like kind of bored, like looking through the hymnal, looking for funny names of my <laughs> siblings. There's one guy, Horatius N. Bonar, who wrote a song in our hymnal. And so he's my favorite. But it does make me really sad just to hear that I was a little Christian boy, like hanging out in church and across town, like you and other people were just like getting this intense stuff that was kind of like in the end, like harming them and having to be something you have to like unravel in your life. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I just think about all the like ways the coercion happens and it doesn't mean that everybody involved is like an evil person, Mm -hmm. like far from that. Like the thing where it's like, okay, you to your dad, when they called him, it's like, now you have to do this thing to your daughter. Mm -hmm. And it's like that influence to like, I don't know. So that's, I just hate like coercion and manipulation of any sort. And so just when I hear those stories, it like upsets me and Mm -hmm. I think it should be talked about and like your experience is important. Yeah. And I did ask my dad, I was like, did I cause you like shame uh-huh. and he said he honestly said no and Aww. i was really surprised yeah. because i had always felt really guilty about it that's the other thing too is like right. as a child you are framed as a failure and that you have like failed your family because you've lost your faith and you've oh, chosen wow. like the wide path over the narrow path right. of the world right and so that's a big pressure too and i'm just there's a lot of families who have been in that church for generations. Right. There was someone who he's a little bit older than me, but his family is like, it's like his parents, his grandparents, his like aunt and uncle, like it's a whole family thing for Mm -hmm. them. And he decided to stop going and he did his, like, I think it was his master's like dissertation or is that what it is when you get a master's or his PhD? I think there's both the thesis or whatever you Uh get when you do your master's about his experience uh-huh. and he was doing some of the art and he replicated the um the pews that we would sit in like he oh, had wow. and he had his dad go in and like measure it and get the like wow. the coat for the fabric and the wood and everything and he made this like exact replica uh-huh. but he made the pew into like a size for a single seat and so the idea is like like you're in this at least how i interpreted it is right. like you're in this big community but you feel really lonely oh man and like just because you can't there aren't a lot of people you can i don't know be like honest with yeah when it's like people are so adjusting all parts themselves to like be the most holy and to make sure that people think you're doing upright stuff Mm -hmm. yeah there's no freedom and so that's one thing like i don't want to do too much like comparing of our experiences but i like never felt that and i think 
our church, like everyone's own faith and the beliefs is like a personal thing. Mm-hmm. And um, in terms of like the services, it was a lot of singing. My mom playing the piano. Mm-hmm. She would be upset if she couldn't play the instrument <laughs> yeah. at your church. Um, and just singing hymns. And there's a lot of like lay uh, ministry. And so all sorts of people can go up and give sermons. Mm-hmm. There wasn't, I think we did have a pastor, but it wasn't like an intense thing. Mm-hmm. Um And so like what I really took away from it most was just like the importance of community and like growing up, having like adults that weren't my parents that like were still not super close with. Some of them were more like parents that we'd go camping with, Mm -hmm. but just actually having that was like really beneficial. And then going to college too. And like a lot of my best friends in life, like I met through church connections. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So being lonely in the church is like so like I was just, if anything, just bored sometimes because mm-hmm. I was a little kid just waiting yeah. for lunch. <laughs> but yeah, that sounds like a really powerful art piece. Yeah. And, uh, um, I, I did want to go back to when you yes. said that um, you and your sibling to look for funny names in the book because yeah, yeah. my brother and I would do that. But uh-huh. We would like laugh about the hymn titles like Jesus comes or like he hath risen. We're like, <laughs> like we would just crack up. Oh man. And, and I remember another time we like saw this is so dumb, but uh, we were really young and we saw this like giant toenail on the ground. Oh my like, god. And we couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this lady was like, shh. Like, and, we were, and my parent, my mom was like, you need to leave until you can control yourself. And we're just like, oh. There's a toenail, yeah. though. It was a toenail. It was so big. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that just reminded me of that. But And my brother, he's a really good artist, mm-hmm. and he would spend, like, the whole sermon just doodling. Oh, nice. And I feel like oh, it, it yeah. helped him grow his art, you know? Yeah, so, totally. Um, But, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think we did it. Yeah, I think we uh, unpacked some... Church of Christ, and um, was, was there anything else? I don't know. I think we kind of covered the major ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we got yeah. I a good conversation. Yeah. And uh, uh, thank you for listening to all the people who have listened to this point. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Katie and Bren, out. out. <laughs> <laughs>